Time to check in with the Vancouver Suns, Vaughn Palmer. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Busy day, new cabinet. Day, yes. yes. So exciting. <laughs> so, you know, it's the strangest thing. I know that uh, the Premier must have, in the last uh, 48 hours, phoned everybody who's going into cabinet and told them what the jobs are and made sure the staff typed up the press releases and the statements. So there's all kinds of people out there that know what's going to happen, and including the ministers who and the backbenchers who didn't get the call. <laughs> They're busy commiserating with their family and friends this morning. But for some strange reason, Joe, they didn't phone and tell me. And hmm. I guess I'm just the kind of person that can't be trusted to keep secret. <laughs> Maybe, uh, you know, you sit by the phone this morning. Maybe that call is still still coming in. Yeah, I know. But, but seriously, this is a... So this is the completion of David Eby's transition to the Premier's office. He's, he was acclaimed NDP leader almost two months ago. He took the oath of office himself, what, three weeks ago, uh, he's appointed most of the senior staff in his office, so today we find out what kind of a cabinet lineup he wants, how much change he wants, and, you know, uh, well, being a master of hindsight, of course, I can tell you what all this means as soon as it's been announced. Right now, I'm just looking at the kind of things that I think all of us will be looking at to judge. And oh, one thing, Joe, say right off the top, that's a sad story yesterday, right? The, the minister who took herself out of the running for cabinet, Katrina Chen, um, she'd been doing an excellent job as Minister of State for Child Care. Everybody that I know had her on the list for a promotion. And instead, you know, she identified herself as somebody who's still getting over a legacy of gender violence. She asked the premier to take herself out of the speculation for cabinet and said, you know, she's going to be trying to deal with uh, the future for herself and her son. She's a single mother. Um, It's a reminder, Joel, of something that, you know, those of us who've covered it for a long time discover, which is whatever else you think of how governments do and whatever else you think of how cabinet ministers do, being in public life these days is a tremendous toll on families, especially young families. And, you know, when you think the premier himself has a young family, uh, it's tough to manage all of that. Yeah, and you know what I, I took away from that as well, and and watching uh, what what she had said and, and people's responding to it, I thought how brave I guess the word is, or, yeah. or or she knows she she doesn't want to do the job and or can't do the job right now. So great that she actually yeah. came forward and said that, and and didn't hide it and didn't try and do it and fail, but actually said that to which which I think takes a lot of courage. I, I agree. It it is tough to just come out and say that, to say, you know, I'm ambitious and I'm doing a good job, but I can't do the job right now. And again, Jill, um, didn't get a lot of attention, but this is the second woman in the NDP cabinet to take herself out of the running for cabinet post. Uh, Melanie Mark, the tourism minister, stepped down over the summer. Same kind of statement, uh, personal reasons, respect my privacy, and, you know, whatever she's dealing with out there, and, you know, I think everybody does respect her privacy, um, we, we really haven't heard from her since. And she's been out of cabinet now for some months. 
and uh, and will likely uh, yeah stay that way and and exactly well, that we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see what what happens next and uh, see who gets announced what the names are yeah. today yeah so i think the thing that most of us will be looking at is uh, i say this completes the premier's transition to taking control of the government david eby has made it pretty clear what his big four priorities are. He's repeated it a number of times. So health and the situation in the health sector, um, including the crisis in hospitals and all of that. Uh, Housing, which relates to housing affordability. He's creating a standalone ministry with a mandate to increase the housing supply because EB sees that housing supply is the big obstacle to affordability. Um, He's made it clear that public safety is a huge issue, Um, violence in our downtowns, repeat offenders, and it's it's been described by him a few times as affordability, uh, cost of living, but basically it is the people who are not really able to afford things with the rising Uh, cost of living, inflation, the rising price of food. So it's not just housing affordability. And he very much wants to deal with those priorities. He's repeated them many times. He said when he toured the province seeking the leadership, he heard again and again from people that that's where the action needs to happen. He says he thinks that the government has already done a number of things on those fronts, but those will be the priorities, least ways for his 100 days of action that he promised, and this, by the way, is day 20. So we'll be looking at who ends up occupying those ministries. Some of them overlap, but essentially uh, we're going to be looking at those are the premier's priorities, who's in charge of implementing them and showing action on them. And what about things uh, like climate change or climate action, which was talked about a fair bit in in what was a very short uh, battle or race, I suppose? Yeah, that that's a good question, Jill, because, of course, anytime you identify your big four, people go, well, what about my priority? What about this priority? What about that priority? Well, of course, you know, if, if everything's a priority, you don't have any priorities. So climate action, David Eby said when... Uh, Angeli Apatarai was was dropped as a leadership candidate uh, by the party, disqualified, partly at Eby's behest. His campaign organization provided the key information to disqualify her. Well, Eby said, but climate action is a priority, and we're going to, you know, not be subsidizing fossil fuels and all that. Well, he hasn't mentioned it all that much since then. So if the climate action minister, and there's two of them, uh, one of them with the technology, one of them dealing with the environmental issue, one is Bruce Ralston, the other one is George Heyman. Well, they're still in the same jobs. I think we'd all say, well, you know, he hasn't actually done all that much to make it a priority. So we'll be looking at that. It's possible that there may be, they may put all the climate action programs together under one minister and appoint a new minister in charge of climate action. So that would be a sign that it's a new priority. He's already said he's creating a new housing ministry. He could expand the cabinet further by creating a brand new ministry of climate action. Interesting. And uh, we've only got a bit, uh, about a minute, but all uh, speculation is that Adrian Dix will stay on as health minister. 
Yeah, I agree with that, Joe, but what does that really say? Does David Eby really think that everything is just great on the healthcare sector? I mean, okay, the New Democrats think uh, Dix is brilliant, and I think he's very, very bright and works hard, and they can't imagine anybody else doing the job as well as him, but I, I'm not sure it sends the message of change to the public. It tells the public that, you know, never mind uh, all these lineups and the problems that uh, child uh, at children's hospital and the difficulty finding a family doctor we're doing enough about that and uh, we think the guy in charge of it is doing that so i think we'd be looking pretty carefully at where there's change in the government where he does uh, change things and jill if there's a major turnover in the cabinet that's going to tell us that he is thinking of an early election if it's stand pat more stand pat with just a few names added that tells you, no, he's going to stick with this team for a while and think about an early election at a later time. All right. I look forward to you breaking it all down for us tomorrow. Oh, I'll know what it all means tomorrow, <laughs> Jill. You be damn sure of that. I'm a master of hindsight. <laughs> all right. Thank you. We'll talk to you then. Okay. Bye-bye.